Okay, home from Milwaukee. Wow. I'm kind of burnt out. It's a social week. Very social. Even for somebody who's does social for a living. This was a lot, but it was fantastic. Last interview, the trip happened to be with Justin Carlisle of Ardent. Ardent is aspirational, especially for Milwaukee. Tasting menu only, 150 ahead. The city allows you, the city, I found, allows you to be distinctive in your own way. It's big enough to handle it. It's still small enough to wonder why you're doing it, Justin explains. But you stick to it. You stay distinctive. You stay yourself. And then there's more. (laughs) More decisions to make. Justin Carlisle, Ardent, Milwaukee. Fantastic fucking restaurant. Great fucking time. Excellent host. Great staff. Listen in. Justin Carlisle, Ardent, Milwaukee. On Never Neverland, produced by Gleam Tower Media and Matt Gundrum. We ate here last night. Hey, this is Never Neverland, the Milwaukee episodes. I am Niver. Do you call me Niver? I don't even know if you've called me anything. You you should call uh, me Niver. Yeah, I think I've been calling you Tim. The okay. whole time. Well, you told me not to call you chef. Right. I'm, I'm not going to tell you not to call me Tim. Right. I think I called no you Tim. Every, I think I, I called you Tim every time he called me chef. <laughs> if you want to, no, no, because I don't mind Tim. Timmy, yeah. Timmy would. Yeah. That way, yeah, that's yeah. a little. I'm, it's going to be yeah. hard for you to say, right? Right. I mean, maybe I'll say it now. Yeah, but Timmy. if you wanted Timmy. to get Timmy. 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 <laughs> Justin Carlisle here at Ardent with Tim Never Never Neverland. This is uh, this has been such a great fucking trip. Uh, I think we're fast friends. Yeah, I agree. Is that all right? Can no. we talk about being yeah. buddies? All right. Yeah, it's not weird, is it? I not think at all. Come into a town and and you know, like I say, I reached. You're very hospitable. I reached out to you and like the other folks here in Milwaukee. Uh, I reached out to you via Instagram. I didn't have a, a real connection to you, you know, like we knew of each other. I yep. knew you had been in Minneapolis and that you had gone into St. Dinette. And this is all really cool. And obviously, you are a chef of some notoriety. Wow. Sure. Thank you. You've earned it. You've earned it. I, mean, I think you have the scars. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you've done it. Sure. You know, I think we've all. We all go down our roads and we all have our plans of how to get certain places. And when we get to that certain place, it's like, oh, I'm really not any different than I was 20 years ago. Outside, I've learned a lot more life lessons. Those don't stop happening, dude. Ever. Like ever. Fuck. Ever. Like when does it get easier? It never does. I don't think it does. No. It's not supposed to. It shouldn't. I, I think you know. I think if you're trying to like stop it from happening, that's where the rough patches come. You know, you kind of got to let this all roll and just stay on the fucking treadmill track. You do, you know, and life changes. And as we've gone through and probably we'll talk more about, but the last couple of years have been a huge change in the world, you know, positive or negative, how you want to look at it. Uh, but I think 
for me personally, we discussed it a little bit last night, like it was more positive as, as bad as we want to say, yes, industry was terrible. The restaurant industry was terrible. It was a sacrifice. It was a gamble. It was however you want to go off with everybody's personal thing. But I think it was a situation that came to us for me, at least that put life back into perspective, not business wise, but as a whole. You know, yeah, I can lose everything. And it was a real thing that I can lose everything. You always think about it. It's like, oh, you know, I think the the fear of failure gets us most of our life. Yeah. And when you get that put in front of you and you have no control over it, you know, it starts putting other things into life. We took a whole bunch of fucking risks just to get restaurants open. Yeah. You know, and I've closed... As many as I've opened, not really, but you know, like this, it just keeps yeah. rolling. And can you survive? Well, that and you know, like we discussed when we discussed last time, you know. But then you start thinking, like, you know, one of my close friends or partners, Russ, has two young daughters and things like this. And wow, we know our restaurant or whatever is a large portion, if not a majority, of their income. And how are they going to put their kids through school? And how? And all of a sudden, you start, you know, realizing and. A lot more, you know, and not to say that it hasn't done years, but it puts what you have in perspective outside of what you think you're doing. You know, it's my restaurant. I want to produce this, you know, as we grow from being young to old, that to be able to have a restaurant or a business, especially restaurants, you know, it's a community. It's a family. It's something that supports, you know, none of us to get rich by doing it. But if we can all pay our bills and make everybody's lives a little bit better that are involved in it. Right. That's really something, you know? I think compassion is something that really came to the forefront for me. Uh, I think I'm a compassionate person in general. But having compassion, we all we all needed compassion during COVID. We all needed somebody to take care of us a little bit. We all needed to be treated a little bit more gently. You know, and the length of it really drew out you know, some of the best and some of the worst in people. Yeah. I, I But ultimately, the the one thing that kind of ultimately saved most of us, like from losing complete livelihoods, was PPP. Yep. And without it, we're sunk. Right. But it did give us this moment. I mean, it did, it did allow us a moment. It did make us buoyant enough where we could sit in a boat for a minute and kind of consider which way we should fucking paddle. Sure. You can't see land, but it, it let us come through. And I think while you're paddling, you know, those two years, like that's a lot of time to gather new feelings and to kind of work through things and gain a new perspective. And I've heard it over and over and over. If you didn't change during the pandemic, and I've said it too, if you didn't change during, during the pandemic, better or worse, something's fucking wrong with you. You got to be a sociopath. Right. Are you a sociopath? I don't think so. <laughs> we we changed a lot, um, you know, and I and I agree with that. But you know, change or not change, but I think that people found out more about humanity and other individuals during that time period in all aspects. Yeah, you know, and thank God because it's it's really it's time for it. And and there's just a you know that. 
I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not here to talk about negative stuff, but we, yeah. we have, I think the restaurant industry is what can help bring everybody back together. It is one of those gathering places, habits have changed and all that, but Hey, you know, we got to stick to who we are. We got to provide great experiences. It is. And, and you and can, things that are distinctive. Well, and you, and I think it's proven, you know, and I talk about her a lot, but my wife, you know, from the outside or not looks at us and when a lot of these things happen, you know, Jose Andres is a great example. Huh. You know, I, like obviously, and we all know, you know, but the first thing that happened in the days that this happened was all the restaurants just started feeding people and giving food away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what I mean, without without a hesitation. It was a, it it's was the quickest it, part of the pandemic. It's just because what we it's, it's what we do. You <laughs> know, what I mean, your, here's all of our stuff. Now what? <laughs> right. Right. We don't want to waste it. We want to, you know, like, God, yeah. we know. pivoted pretty quickly and, and went to that, you know, and take out only model. And there was like six of us in the or four of us in the joint. Fucking just getting railed. Yeah. And these are these are memories I love. And it was also like in the moment really hard. Right. You know, and then all of a sudden you're donating to the shelter or you're donating because that's what you do. You want to make sure that everybody can at least live yeah, and survive. It opened up those you know? avenues. It opened up those avenues for people to, you know, that weren't maybe doing that regularly anyway. It opened up those avenues again, and that's a that's a good result. Yeah. I I want to move into 2023, but I can't do that with without talking a little bit about the past. I I want to talk about last night. I admittedly woke up a little hair on my teeth this morning little groggy i brushed and brushed and brushed and i just couldn't like last night was still there lingering it's still here lingering in my brain i'm fuzzy thank Good. you hey i this feels i think like, we, i think we had a wonderful time last we had a wonderful fucking time yeah and it feels like exactly you know what i wanted to you know show myself in your town you were able to join us for dinner in your own restaurant it's it really fucking cool to be able to sit with you and have you perceive it You'd mentioned that, um, you know, at the beginning you ate here once a month and you found it, you know, like virtually impossible to be comfortable. The first times. Yeah. You know, I didn't eat here. I didn't eat at any of my restaurants or anything. You know, it was over a year after we opened. For it was 14 months. Until you felt comfortable enough. Until I sat down and I didn't like my employees like you need to sit down. Like, we need that feedback. We need that discussion. We need that side. And it was extremely, extremely hard for me. You know, it was like we discussed. It was extremely humbling. But, you know, we talk about everything. We do our cadences every day and have our discussions on what's going to happen. But until you sit down as a diner in your own establishment and see how your system runs, you don't know. You know? You can sense that obviously, you know, you get those nights where things get bunched up or just kind of fucked. Like, what the fuck is going on? They usually happen all in one night. And then you have another night where you're like, okay, I think we put that together. Right. But in the first year, you're still kind of, you know, the cells are multiplying. You know, you're actually making, you know, like becoming a living entity. You can't be what you are day one. No. You're and still so learning, but you, months, you, but know you still I mean? think you know what you're doing. 
you know, because you finally open up. You have to have the confidence you know, to know what you're doing. Right. You you're open up your own and I know what I'm doing and it's going to be this way and that way. Even and defiantly. You know, yeah. Even defiantly. Yep. You know, and it's through the process. But to sit down and, you know, I try to tell all my friends or anything when they discuss it. I'm like, you, just, you need to sit down and eat. Like, you need to sit down in your own restaurant and eat. Yeah. And then you can discuss more about your systems and everything afterwards. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, you you miss half of the whole experience, right? If you're just cooking, you miss half of the whole experience. You can you can tell what you're giving to people, but truly until you kind of sit in a chair and kind of, you know, get off your feet and lower your perspective and, you know, start looking around. I mean, that's the only way to try to look at yourself. Maybe that's why you didn't want to eat here. Maybe you didn't want to take a peek at it. Like you said, yeah, you no, know, yeah, like, yeah. it's scary to see what you're going to see yeah. after that long. For a lot of us, we're our, our worst enemy, you know, and it's easier to dictate from behind the kitchen wall. Do you mean, do you, when you say a lot of us, I mean, there's, you're, it's just you sitting there. Right. Us in an industry, I would say, okay. in, our, in our profession, yeah. you know, um, I think there's a lot that in our profession is reasons why there's closed kitchens and open kitchens. You know, there's, you hide behind a wall and you have this idea and cadence and it's going to be this way and it's easier to do that if you're in your safe place which is the kitchen for most of us but you start opening the doors and being involved in everything and that's a whole different dynamic you know and i like that it does keep everybody in check for sure i like that right this space is not 900 square feet 900 square feet including the kitchen including the it kitchen. seats how many people I mean, we can max out at 20. We do 16 a night. What does the city say you can fit in here? Um, 25. <laughs> All right, cool. Like, yeah. You can like press it a little if you needed to. Well, and that was, you know, coming out of COVID too, the discussion that we had when we, you know, employee loss, all these things that you look at, it was a reevaluation of everything when we came back and it was more, the team that stuck with us, the employees that stayed with me during it, this is how many employees we have. How can we change the model and adapt to give them a better lifestyle, not hire people, all these types of things. So we stopped doing two services. Uh, we just started again last month on Saturdays. Um, so we one service. We figured out at this price point, we raised up to a certain price point. If we do 16 people at this price point. Do the math. We can do the math. And for having six employees, yeah. we can. And they work, you know, four long days, four and a half long days. You know, they have a prep day in between and then four long days. You know, and it's OK. And it's a small team. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, the family and we take care of each other and. We care about each other's livelihood and you know i mean like it you the math it the math yeah the math works out you know yeah, the math works out the team, for now the teams for now for now <laughs> doesn't mean the math will always work out yeah the math yeah it doesn't often work out sometimes it does right sometimes it does i think it's harder and harder to you know i haven't spoken to a couple owners and chefs you know, I feel like I should mention that a common theme for Milwaukee, for those of you who are 
potentially considering relocating or whatever, the accessibility to business licenses, liquor licenses, relatively um, affordable, affordable, accessible real estate, you know, and and I think Milwaukee really can put somebody crafty into a small space. Right. You know, when we like you, you've proven it. Right. And we discussed, you know, we've been open. I mean, it'll be 10 years in October. Um, That's a long fucking time. Yeah. But everybody asked, you know, and we. A lot of us grew up, you know, doing the resume restaurants and going to New York and Chicago and Vegas and, you know, California, all like that was the path, you know, that was the path. Well, that's how it. And then, you know, I got lots of questions when I moved away from New York and Chicago and came back to Wisconsin, which where I'm from and everything else. And always wanted to come back here. But they're always like, why Milwaukee? Milwaukee's beautiful. But Milwaukee is also affordable. You can take a risk and possibly do it mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. without, you know, playing those we discussed in a larger city, the politics game, the investors game, partners game, all these things that you have to source out to be the able diluters. to get it. Right. You know, um, you have a chance to do your dream on your own. Uh-huh. You know, and that's why. And I think, you know, there's a long time period, maybe years ago, that a lot of chefs left big cities and went to smaller markets. Mm-hmm. You know, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Detroit. Because it's home or whatever. It's home or it's close to home. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us grew up here and don't understand why we didn't have the things that we're trying to do now. Yeah. You know, why couldn't we have a nice restaurant? The Midwest is the best in agriculture and beef and all these types of things, you know, we top California and other states. Why don't we have the same caliber restaurants? Yeah. People just fly over on the coasts. You yep. know, we talked about that. We are kind of stranded in our own, our own little space here, but I think we've been, you know, as a region actually really picking it up. Agree. Um, and one of the reasons, again, another reason I'm in Milwaukee is because I recognize that about your city. Obviously, Justin, a little place like this is an impactful change for the city. It was, you know, and I think it is, you know, I think that it was a wonder, you know, obviously I think it was a wonderful thing. You know, I'm not going to say that maybe the city thought that Arden was a wonderful thing. Um, you know, I think it, it was a huge change for them. Yeah. We, we opened up in a time period that the city was going through a lot of change, you know, the the rail car was coming and that was a big deal in Milwaukee. And as you see, all the apartments down on the east side were finally coming up and all these things were blowing up then. So for us to take that risk was the time, Mm -hmm. you know, we felt the uncomfortableness of the city and not to mean that in a negative way, but we wanted to try to use that in a positive way to say, okay, we can try this now because at least people will try it because they're in that uncomfortable trying stage. and if it's small enough, you can potentially sustain it. Exactly. We can hopefully sustain it. You know, as and we discussed. Not overload your debt service. And, right. you know, we can roll the dice and take the risk. I always wanted to open up a restaurant for 50000 or less. I've always wanted, I've got like st- stupid amount of equipment in a store. I have like a whole fucking restaurant. Yeah, three or four storage units right, right. now. <laughs> there, there's a whole bunch of stories there. It's kind of the fucking graveyard, right? 
I, but I feel like you I know, got to almost that be... point. And I'm trying to cleanse. I'm, to, I'm, I'm in a cleansing <laughs> state. I'm in the cleansing stage right now. Uh, I'm I'm at the point. Some of it, some of it's owned by the SBA. To be honest, I'm, I will be auctioning it off and sending the proceeds to them. I closed a restaurant last year, yeah. and you know, like we have to liquidate. Yep, you have take to care of things, and I'm you know, yes, like the yeah. corporation owes money. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it, this is. It's the the cycle we're in, you know. <laughs> But we were talking about positive stuff. We were talking about, I was going to say, but, and to go back, but that's also why, you know, for us opening here, you know, when you're going back, yes, we are all electric. And most of the reason why we are the way that we are at Arden is often necessity. Yeah. I only had, it it wasn't much more than 50,000 to open. So to put a hood in, that was three times my budget gone so yeah. let's figure out how and then to, you don't own it right so let's figure out how <laughs> it's to not like so you can like walk out of right. here with <clears throat> shit stays right so let's <laughs> let's figure out how to do it without you Under know counter dishwasher yeah you know the things where you're keeping your steam and it's draining out instead of being sucked out through yep. a hood yeah i mean all of it there's uh purple pig they do a ton of induction yeah right? yeah yeah Man, that was one of the first places I saw it utilized for pickups. And wow, they're it's just a fucking machine. Cr- it yeah. is a machine. It is a machine. And one of my favorite places to eat midday, yeah. 3 p.m., 4 p.m., you kind of like. It's slower at that point. I mean, usually, yeah. yeah. Who the fuck did we see when we were there? Jane fucking Fonda. He said, <laughs> she looks great. Well, yeah, of course she does. She was I like mean, old, but she was like, that's Jane fucking Come on. Fonda. We're old. Jane Fonda never ages. I just think so. Never ages. Yeah. Jane. Anyway, the food was good too. (laughs) Always good. It's a great place. The Terra Masalata. Yeah. The Terra Masalata. Fuck. It's so good there. Then they had a turkey leg or some shit that's been on the menu, like a comfy turkey leg. Yeah, I remember that one. We were somewhere else. We were talking about you and Arden. We're talking about you. 10 years in. I can't believe it. Um, like I, we didn't think five years would last. Yeah, this is so cool. I mean, you never know, though. You no. don't know. Like you know, the it's bank like wants us, to it's tell like you. Us, like, oh yeah, it's like us growing profile. old, and we never think we're going to make it to forty, and then all of a sudden we get to forty, and we're like, fuck. Yeah. And what am I going to? What know, am I going to do with my life? Yeah, I don't. Like, what am I gonna do with your like life? you're trying to get a fucking restaurant open, you have to have a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars to get a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And then there's two sitting out there, and God, that's just a start. Right. I really, I really love the innovation. I've been able, I, re, I really love opening places on a budget. I think you can tell in my spots, you know, I don't have, I have done a lot of the design myself um, with, with some assistance. Um, but, you know, there's always finishing touches. And, and I think my finishing touch isn't kind of a decor side or that it's that the ambiance side, maybe provided by our attitude. That's more a prevailing importance than maybe some finishing decor touch. I like sure. things that and are I a look little at old it and, and used and feel. The restaurant takes a life of its own. Like yeah. you can set it up. Yeah. And you have a vision. Yeah. But once it gets open, it's its own it just life, its own yeah. body, it's its own thing. Building a You know, and you adjust to that as you go. I want to stop readjusting. I'm kind of fucking tired of it. I just, you know, I kind of want it to fall back and all into place. 
but I, I know that that's not going to be the case. So right. I was like, I don't think that's going to happen. No, because I don't, there's just no way to really, you know, the inertia is still going. Like, you know, I got something started here. Right. While my path has changed and I've taken time to study why and how, and, you know, I, I'm working on priorities. I'm yep. putting, you know, my life in order. I feel really, you know, from a financial aspect, I'm starting over again. I don't, I don't have a problem saying that, you know, people think, in this industry that you know you got these couple of restaurants you're going to be wealthy you know that's a very you're rich i i but we did <laughs> but, talk about that right. too having breaking even is is and going with that is is just as rich and full right yeah it was like our discussion i was like a shit I was ton like, of money i mean the zero survival if you're at zero you're rich and you're you're at zero you're rich and you're paying your people and this is right. so so i told you last night at bryant's we we uh we ate at Arden. We went to the swinging door first. I was kind of cloudily, cloudily is not a word, but I was like working back through the clouds of the Niver Niver land. <laughs> Cloud. I was working back from my brain. We went to the swinging door. That's where you, that's where we were supposed to, yep. that's where we met. That's where we met. A wonderful little establishment in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. They didn't seem to know you at all. No. <laughs> Norm. <laughs> and you're like, have you gotten a drink yet? And we're like, no. And then you just bellied up being like, yeah, like a soda. I don't know. It was a vodka, vodka tonic. Vodka yeah. Tonic. yeah. It, well, whatever. So we went to the swinging door. That was cool. And then we got in your Jeep and we rolled over here to Arden and we sat we sat down in your restaurant. There's a couple other parties in here, but we happened to bring um Walker, your entourage Larson and um Kenzie Edinger and uh Mary Hendrickson and Christy Niver here. Um and so the Seven of us with Matt Gundrum and our friend Justin Carlisle ate this lovely meal that your staff put on for us. Maggie, Maggie Ariel, yeah, Ariel, yep, Ariel, Nicholas, um, Nicholas, yep, Chris was back there. Russ, 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 what a yep. charmer! Yeah, he's good. God, he's suave, right? Yeah, very yes. sweet. He was at Momofuku Co. Who was? God, years. But yeah, but he's you know and we look like at it and a lot of us know what's bad. It's like it's like it's, what did it's you like say? The, he walked in on a Wednesday or some shit. Well, he walked out of a whim, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the like the normal person just comes in, looks not you know obviously he's a very well dressed man and drops off his resume and walks out and you know we're kind of like oh okay you know grab it and I said holy fuck you know and I, <laughs> I run down the sidewalk and it's like I don't know how but what do you need? Like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do it, but we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, we need, we need, we need you. Yeah, you know, and he is, you know. So, I, I mean, people come through your life for a reason. Agreed. People come through your life for a yep. reason, and they end up being there. So, especially in environments can, like this, yeah, you know, this is this small of a restaurant, and to do what we do is more on the personal level than professional level i would say you know you have to be professional but we have to drink each other's kool-aid like we have to be on the same mindset dynamic of you know it's like this morning and you're like service and i was like hospitality you know because that's what it is to us to us we feel that has been lost in our lives in a lot of places we go you know when's the last time that outside of last night that somebody opens the door for you to go to the restroom. Not often. You know, it's, it's like thinking about others 
and anticipating. Yeah. Needs while they're here to yeah. make sure that yeah. they're them. in a position to have an enjoyable evening with their partner. And it doesn't have to feel like you're being like crowded either. I don't remember. I sat in the chair closest to the kitchen. And again, I, I, <laughs> I was having a great time. I was kind of in the, in the mood, you know, you're like, I got whisked in and, but I didn't hear any kitchen noise. And then these staff came in and did some parade service. It was very, very nice. All in unison. They did that for me, apparently us. Just for you. Treating us special. You were at yeah. the table. I think they were showing off for you, Chef. No. Justin, no. I mean. But it was really a seamless, it was really a, a, a seamless set of sequences. And your, and your folks really stood up and showed us such a great dinner. They're wonderful. And I'm very, very to, fortunate. You didn't, you didn't like have they to cook. Yeah. They're wonderful individuals. It kind of brings you, you know, like you were, you were giving credit to everybody here. Yeah. You're like, you know, it comes is, in, it comes at the their, point in our their food, your restaurant, their food. Yep. You know, we work together on everything, you know, and it's a collaborative. It is. But I how want, how many no's do you, you know, say like, how many no's do you, do you give? Like somebody gives you a, this, it, a it would have to be something drastic for me Is to it, say no, because it should be a discussion. Obviously, they, you know, did a dish or a beverage or however we want to do this off of their mindset and off of their feeling. So I don't think of. I shouldn't say no. Who am I to destroy you and say your thoughts that you're giving me and worked on don't mean shit because I didn't like it. I want to understand where it came from. I want to understand why you thought about this. I want to understand the flavor profiles that you thought could go together to create something. And then where does it go in our lives? You know what I mean? Like we talked last time, we do elongated menu. Now, where does this live on the menu? How is this going to affect the beverage program? How is this going to affect our service? How is this going to affect, you know, all these things that it takes to organize an evening. I want them to think about. So to me, to say no and crush them doesn't benefit anything. So we talked a little bit about, <clears throat> thanks for that. I, no. I, I like her with it. Uh, we talked about a lot people. Oh, yeah. Em employees seeing a place that they work through an owner's eyes. And it's relatively impossible for that to happen until those people have a perceived sense of freedom so they can really actually exert on some ownership. And you not being in the kitchen every night and, and feel having a part that of it. Well, you know? yeah, but you're letting them go. But it's still ardent. It's your chef. But sure. It lives, but that's with, why I, it lives with you in it. It lives with you out you in it. Because right, you, but that's why it's called ardent. It's not about me. It's about how everybody inside the walls feels yeah, and how they do their job and how we treat people and what we feel about our profession. You know, that's where the name came from. That's why it's called Arden. You know, it's not why it's called Justin's or Carlisle or, you know, or Nivers. Yeah, Nivers, you know, and it did get to a point and we had the discussion for me, you know, we started out this as a passion project. It still is. But as you grow and things change and life changes for you and we adapt that maybe I want to be a better restaurant owner than I want to be a restaurant chef or I can't 
wear both hats. You know, some people can, I can't. You know, I, I'm not doing justice to anybody trying to do both. You know, so there was the discussion also, as we know, with this small of a space and the public comes in and you start hearing, was well, it going to be good? Because I don't see Justin. Well, I haven't cooked your food in three years. Like, just because you don't see my face doesn't mean, but it came to the point for me, at least, to make sure that at service, I wasn't here so that the public could see the wonderful new individuals that are doing this and greet them and talk to them and take me out of the equation and realize how wonderful and gorgeous the restaurant is because of the people that are in here, not because of me, you know? Well, planted the seed. You're letting the you're letting it all grow and hopefully, yeah. You know that I think that's the best we can do is finally, for lack of better, let go a little bit and let them grow. Yeah, and be a part of their growing pains instead of making them part of yours. We were talking about one of your employees' personal growth through the years. It happens concurrently with our own. There are times when, you know, people in growth periods can bump up on each other because maybe somebody's got a good direction, then they're feeling good about it. Maybe somebody doesn't have a good direction. And like, right. you know, like these things collide a little or bit. Or maybe at some point you grow apart or you grow closer. Yeah. You know, this is all part of it. I mean, the growing that I've done in 10 years since opening here, a thousand percent, you know, and it's more learning about yourself. Sure you know, and is. I think restaurants really hand you yourself right back to you <laughs> right, right back to you if you would if you would say that in a, in a wonderful like, way you know like oh i say like i constantly say well it will show I you what of a piece this, of shit so, you really yeah. are you know what i mean like <laughs> I you gotta keep doing it <laughs> yep all right now you know and you know it it does kind of you know that's part of the ownership piece right like it, it never it, it's it's like having a baby and then the people in it are not your babies, but they're, you know, you want to take care of them too. There is no, there's no restaurant I've ever worked in where people weren't like, I mean, generally the same type of people wanted to be around each other, having fun, working right. hard, some grit, you know, or a little edgier. These, it's the best, it's the best industry, one of the best industries for fucking cool people, man. It's, it's amazing. It is. We're fucking nuts. And then they execute on top of I, it. You know, like, uh, if Ariel comes in, a, did she make the pear sorbet? Yeah. That was hers. Yeah. Okay, because it was just so fucking good. And there's big Speaking flavors. of the devil, she's going to be in just a minute. She's literally going to walk in in so fucking 30 cool. seconds, maybe less. Well, I just, it was one of those dishes that was that took me from, it took me a place. I told you, she was going to walk in in 30 seconds. Hi, chef. <laughs> We're here when you leave. We're here when you get back. This is what we do. We, we're going to stay forever. Total boss. Uh, yeah. Total boss. She's wonderful. Very, very fortunate. All right. Well, the silk snapper was also really yeah. lovely. Nicholas's dish. I, you know, there's just a way where you can like, uh, Matt actually said the fish was so clean. Right. I think that was you, Matt. Like just such a clean flavor. Yeah. Was it celery root? Yep. Okay, like yeah, the, you know, and everything is nice. you know light. It was a, it's a light dish. You know, celery root puree, celery root, a fumé, pretty, pretty much in the sense. Yeah. Um, and then, well cooked fish. Yeah, 
simple, clean? Um, and the caviar course with the pressed shrimp. shrimp. And the citrus. Yeah, oh. really fun. And butter. Yeah. You know, salty, briny, right. textural, a little chew, a little bounce. Yep. You know, Ugh. but my favorite fucking thing, absolutely, was the mushroom soup. I, I can't get over it. It was great. Great. And it's especially great, as we discussed, at the point in the menu where it sits, how it is. It just makes you feel good. You yeah. Know? I started like drinking it out of place. the bowl and you're like, whoa, 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 dude. Yeah, there's custard, custard down the there. And yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. All right, well, I saw the spout, and I'm like, yeah. wow, I'm put that in my face. And I'm like, this is how the chef intended to right. have you this drink is this. Oh, right. And then I would have like done the the custard right. like a Jello shot, or and we try, like and we try, <laughs> and we try to set it up that it's a non-fail and leave it to fucking never to be like, I'm gonna fuck fail this. I'm gonna yes. Okay, so the broth reminded me kind of like a wedding soup that's like almost kind of like a. Like a like an egg drop soup, sure, like a little you know, thicker consistency. You think about just a hardcore mushroom dashi, you know, and that kind it of was, sense. Like yes, yeah. And so you had the cream, you had some of those really grassy notes. You had the toasted rice. I mean, yep, it was tarragon oil and toasted rice, and it kind of gave. You know, I don't remember that. I was just like, oh my god, slurping. It's and like, then the, yeah, and then the like duck fat. Really, you know, it helps that add silk, that richness to that it. That you know? silken richness. Right. You uh, know, it coats your mouth. gives you a good mouth feel. Coats it a mouth. Coats it a tongue. Right. Then we went to Bryant's. Classic. Classic. Classic cocktail, cocktail bar, bar here. Yeah. Prohibition bar. Don't turn the lights yep. up because then you'll be able to see what's kind of crunchy in the booths. Maybe. You know. But it was really clean, actually. It was it's really, beautiful. really well taken care yeah. of. And there's no menus, folks. Can we just do this, please, for restaurants and bars sakes? Let's just fucking get rid of menus. Just sit yeah. down and eat what we fucking give you. Well, that or... And I mean, I mean that in the most play way. Right. Because you know, it's we look so at much it, more fun. You know, I think she you know, wasn't impressed with our order. But when somebody says, okay, I can like build you a dream in a glass. Yeah. Think it up. Right. Make a dream. Fucking go. Right. Make a dream. Or... I or, should have just said that. I'm going to give you an emotion instead. Right. Make, <laughs> make me dream. She'd been Dark, like, she'd stormy. been like, no, no, no. <laughs> Never. You're already on acid, so you're already you're already dreaming. Um, I am goofy, dude. I told you. you know? like, I washed. I brushed some hair off my tongue this morning. We stood outside <clears> and got some of that fresh Milwaukee derriere. You know, but I think same with us, Al. You don't choose what to eat and order when you come here. There's got to be a trust factor. Oh, I like being you know? told. You know, I think that there has there to is, be yes. meet halfway. You know, and it was kind of when we opened, we didn't have a sign for the first five years. So we just had the fogged over door in a basement. So half the diners, you know, you're on the east side of Milwaukee. You're going to walk down into a basement of an old apartment building. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm -hmm. But for us, it was so that you didn't have any pre-notions. Yeah. I want to meet you, you know, for us to at least when we started here, too, you know, we we weren't normal, you know what I mean? For diners of Milwaukee, like this is not, we were probably 60%, if not more, suburb of Chicago diners. Because it was the same drive here as it would to go downtown Chicago. And free parking and half the price of it. Have event. you seen that come back? Is now it, it's, is, it, is it coming back or was it? did it ever stop? Like, is that always uh, been we a We saw a good amount. I, I nice. would say that our local support sure. has grown sure. a lot, you know? How does Chicago leak into, I don't want to say leak. That's not the way through. How does Chicago kind of blend? 
you know, like, are you finding people moving here from Chicago a lot now? Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and especially or folks? people that work in Chicago live here. Yeah. You know, it's an hour and 10, 20 minute train ride. Yeah. It's so cool having that. You know, access. and there's people that obviously now that work from home or not, that's a big, it was a huge change. They'd move out of Chicago, move here. Their office is still in Chicago. Yeah. But they only go there once a week or so, you know. Yeah. So the commute's like yeah. tolerable. Right, you know, and that was this part of the reason li- why this I really love- feels like a livable city. That's really why I also like- loved it too. You know, I lived in Chicago many years, but to move here, I can go to Chicago, see my friends, visit, do things that I want. Yeah, but you're immediately right costed here. out of doing something there. Right. The fuck. Well, I don't want to do anything there. Yeah. You know, know. That- but it's it's prohibitive, and you got to have your track record, like, right. and build in it, and kind of be in the system, like Hank. There. Yeah, it's a grind. You know, you worked at True. I did many wonderful years. I mean, dude, uh, you, know, you know, it changed me. It changed every everything for me. You know, especially at that age, is twenty one years old. Who's on the you line know, with travel. you? Any any notable warriors on the line with you back that, then? I mean, there was a lot of people that went there. So, um, Chris Pandell, Timmy Graham. Um, Sean Gall, Dave Barron was there before we left. Uh, Elliot Bowles was the CDC. Mark Andelbrand was the CDC. Uh, Cesar from Brooklyn Fair was the morning CDC when I got, or sous chef when I got hired. You know, Amanda Rockman was in the pastries with Meg Gallus and Lisa Mortar and this is when restaurants were kind of, you know, the people that the went burgeoning that years. went through there, you know, in the in the five years on and off that I worked there. And we think about those days, you know, and it was a different time then, you know, it was the. It was a different life then, you know, I we've discussed it and we can always <laughs> r- romance about it, Not you know, that different. I hung but, out with you last. Well, time. I don't, you know. <laughs> it, it was the time period where we, when we discussed it was like you know staging was wonderful. But it's the, hey, this guy's going to stage actually here to take your fucking job. So can you train him? And if he's better than you, then I'm going to fire you and I'm going to hire him. Okay. So here you go. And if you don't train him, I'm going to fire you. Yeah, exactly. You're fucked. You know, here's a stack of resumes that want your job. If you fuck up, you're fired, you know. And meanwhile, though, you're one of the finest restaurants in the country for years, honing skills, cooking next to people, not only just the chefs, but... You pick up things from everybody you work with. You do. If, if you're watching. Everything. And yep. you, you know. you can get their moves. Well, that, or, but the relationships that you build with people, you know, is I, we discussed, you know, I was in the military and it's the closest thing of kind of that camaraderie or acceptance of being in the military is when you're standing on the line next to somebody fucking going down, man. You know, like you gotta, this you gotta help each about, other out, you know. This made me think about you. I was talking about, I was going to figure you out overnight. Because you're like, I mean, oh, I, you haven't yet. And I haven't yeah, I was like, everything. no, I mean, it's just, I'm an at, open book. Yeah. I think you're at a cool point. I think you're at a similar point as as I am. I don't think. Is you, that good? Well, for me, Are it is. <laughs> I think you're. I'm t- trying tell to. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell no. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I think you're. I think you're exploring. I think you're, you know, I know you have some projects going. You got a new. Sure. Consulting get going right yep. in the old laughing taco space, yep. right? Yep. Is that public? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're good. 1033. We're, but, but, so um, we're partnering with 
uh, wine shop in town, 2A, Rob and Tony. They're wonderful. Amazing. Um, you have your hands on a lot here, the fabric. I do, you know, and I think to go back to the discussions or not is going back to being an owner and making that step. Um, you know, I also think a lot of it was my personal beliefs. You know, it's wonderful. Matt talked about it earlier, not, but, you know, your self life. And I think that it took a long time and I'm still trying to figure out, but to figure me out, you know, dark places that we would go in and mindsets that maybe aren't healthy and all these things that we battle ourselves with within what we do and sure we can blame it on the restaurants or not. But, you know, we kind of put ourselves there and it takes a while before. And I think I'm in the place getting to now, maybe where you are, it's like where you kind of find your okay spot, you know, like I maybe feel you don't have to be doing something else, but you're just kind of cool with yourself now. Right. Yeah. You know, except myself and I start exploring the things that I've always wanted to do that maybe I didn't do because this is exactly where I think you are. You know, I mean, where because well, I should be at Ardenault. Well, I don't have to be. I have wonderful people here, and they're running it. So maybe it's time for me to do other projects and do other things, and broaden myself and my family. But and you be also okay work with better with structure. Yeah, yeah, I need structure. So you're out here, kind of exploring. What kind of structure is that providing? Right I'm learning the structure right now. You know, me and my wife have long discussions about that, you know, and at certain times I'll have conversations with her that I, I feel lost or I feel not in sync right now. And it will be because something changed in life or we're adapting and going to a new pivot model or something is happening. But that section and I feel off, like I do feel lost for a minute. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you feel I down do you and it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Where it am I going? Have, it doesn't Why have to am be I, like a you know, bad position feeling lost, right? I, I, no, yeah, but I think I'm trying to learn that. You know? you're gonna, it doesn't have to be a bad position. And, Chef, and I don't think it I, should be a bad position. No, no, no. You know? Because I, you, know, you don't do that to yourself. It's an opportunity. Because you've gotten to a place where you can take a minute to fucking consider your step. Right. But, but we're not used to that. We're not used to that. It takes a minute. You know? And then... You know, in this kind of exploration, like the structure part, you know, um, I kind of, I put everything out on the table. But right. this is like four months ago for me. I put it all of like, I had my ideas. I had this. I had a corporate job. I had these things. I had a consulting desire. And I kind of put it all up on the table. And I looked at it and I'm like, well, what really serves me the best? What are my priorities? What allows me to exist the best with what I have and what I want. And I put it all out on the table. And for about 30, 45 days, I was batting it around, batting it around. Sure. I called people I, you would, and I talked to corporate people. I never, until I talked to them, I'm like, I can never fucking work with you. Right. I couldn't do that. Right. That structure, no. But I was able to kind of go through things and, um, I hear some here's some therapist talk, right? Like repack yeah. my bags, really kind of like reorganize. And I ended up with the three buckets that I prioritize. Not all of them pay me. This one does not, but it fills me with the most creative energy and joy. Right. Moochie's but it, but foods. it is a payment. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that, in that way, right, right. Like it is a payment. Right. But or... I prioritized it because of that payment. Right. And then I've got Moochie's Frozen Foods. And it is absolutely a development, a risk. Um, 
but I but it's something where my overhead isn't like starting a restaurant necessarily. And then the potential is really there. Yeah. And I'm really focused in on that bucket too. And then I have my my core. What what you know, um for for my life is like obviously family and the restaurants and those things kind of working in unison with some of the other stuff. Right. So I was able to kind of sort through it and it took me a while, dude. It doesn't, you know, was it three months? I didn't really have three fucking months. I didn't have six months. I felt like I had to, I had to like kick myself out of my business and get the fuck out of the way so other people could come up and do their shit and that that would allow me to have the time to move, right? Right. But I don't want five restaurants anymore. No. Because it's a th- it's, it's just really, really difficult for me right now. Yeah. Right now. I mean, I have, I now have two concepts sitting, but I can't do it. Yeah. So. And it always sounds great. You know, some of the where's best you, advice. Where's your table? What's on your table now? I mean, the like table around. that I went to, especially was, you know, we have, I have two main restaurants right now. We've adjusted everything. We have Red Light Ramen and then Ardent. We had Laughing Taco. We still have Laughing Taco in the Pfizer Forum Arena, um, which is wonderful. But we closed the actual shop um, after COVID. And it was our discussion. You know, it came to being part of the lifestyle. And when you said you don't want five restaurants or three or you know, it became where there was a lot of stress coming into our household and it was time that we needed not to have that, you know, um, it was becoming unhealthy. And so those are those decisions. But during that, putting on the table for me was trying to be better to myself, trying to be better to my family, trying to look at other things. We're fortunate enough and it sounds, but we have a small cottage up north and it's our happy place and it's kind of our decompressing place that we can go and you know, the stress falls off and you feel wonderful and it's spending more time there mm-hmm. doing more things like Maybe that, centering, you there. know, yeah. right. You know, and then I feel with that, it helps recenter everything else. How do I adapt ardent to be better? Well, that's a crew, you know, that's part of the family. That's a, Russell and Ariel and Nicholas and everything discussion with my wife, but we can have that discussion instead of me coming back and be like, I got a great fucking idea. We're going to do this, and, you know, but then look at other projects of consulting. You know, I've learned that there's avenues that I enjoy more. I enjoy opening a restaurant. I enjoy building the concepts. I enjoy doing ideas. I enjoy those things Good morning, chef. a lot. Everything's cool. Um, Everything's cool. Thanks for everything that you put in front of us last night. It was really, really cool. Morning, sir. Morning, Chef. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good, thank you. Yeah. You know, but I think a lot of that helps me recenter and put things on the table. Yeah. And allows me to maybe venture off and do things that I wouldn't have done like we discussed earlier. Yeah. And do consulting projects more and do partnerships projects. Yeah. You know, I always say it's like I'm never going to open up a restaurant by myself again fucking ever (laughs) no no, you know i'm not i'm not going down alone again like i I can't imagine i can't imagine i've never been without a partner done it on my own but you know partnerships in general are just scary yeah i mean you got something else to be scared of is you know sharing it right you know just make sure your desired outcome is covered right and you're open and you're open you know well, a collaborative spirit uh, not only works kind of, you know, from where you're coming in and out of Ardent, not that you're out, but, you know, this also gives you that, you know, forward trajectory. Right. Gives you a place to kind of 
consider things. I don't, you know, and and you do talk about your wife a lot. She sounds amazing. I'm sorry that we did not get she to I'm, acquaint. I'm, yeah, sorry you didn't get to but meet Chip, you. this, I, I want to just make sure you know that, you know, since we are, you know, fast friends or whatever, when you're feeling those moments and you're, you have those moments of feeling lost, you know, while, cause you're still on this trip, right? Like yeah. you're not, you're not, where are you on the trip? Are you just beginning the trip? I, I think so. Okay. I think I'm still in the, the front part of the trip. All right, cool. You I know, ca- I caught you before, I caught you before anything weird happened. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> but along the way, you know, like I, I'd, I'd really like you to be able to reach out to me and talk, talk to me about it because I, I would love, like to. I say, you know, how I did what I did for me worked for me, you know, right. I'm, I, and I'm kind of interested, you know, in your process, what it is, whether you have one at all. I don't, I don't know. Like, but I, I'm someone that I'm someone that you could reach to and I would chat about to. that shit. Okay? And I appreciate it. Nothing and then, like I think weird, it is a like, process, but then I think there's bro. more, you know, and to go back to those relationships of growing up in the kitchens or not, there's individuals that are extremely close to me that I call out of nowhere, you know, Chris Pandel being one of them. He's one of my closest best friends ever. And when I don't You're know, saying you have other people to call. You don't want to call me? Well, you know, we'll get there. The actual we'll people that there. you like. That yeah. You, have better you know, I mean. I gotta, texted we you gotta, yesterday. We got to test this out a little bit, you know. Okay. We're still in the we honeymoon are. stage. Still in the honeymoon stage. Yeah, it feels stage. good right now. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, it was kind of like, I told you this is, meeting you was kind of like meeting some of my college buddies where I could like flip you off and say fuck you and then right. like be like, dude, let's go hang out, you know, or right. whatever. Um, maybe a I feel little bro maybe a little no, bro but that's say, all right. Yeah, but I feel it, the same. Restaurant people have that fabric, like I say, and so I think there's a kind of already a set connection. You just have to kind of look at each other and make it. Uh, talking to Bartolo yesterday, it took me a minute to kind of crack through that cool exterior of him. Yeah. And so the first couple of questions that I was putting, he's out a wonderful there, man, but it, yeah, he's you know he's been here forever. That's you know, what I'm saying. I told to, him like, like you know you have like you know feel I feel a little nervous. He's right. Like, why? And I'm like, because of questions like that. That's dude. why. <laughs> You're still chef to me. Right. Yeah. I don't know you. I'm not even, I'm not giving you my power, but that doesn't mean I can't be like seeing somebody with that many restaurants. Right. And that they were actually able to achieve it and go with it. However they yeah. achieved it. Right. I, Unreal. I mean, fuck. Yeah. I mean, Unreal. that is real. I, that is a level. So that I, I sit, can't even comprehend. Well, and a dude that has gone through all that comes to the table with a different tool. Uh, toolbox like that motherfucker's wielding a whole craftsman thing like this guy's got everything right. with him yeah he knows how to cook he knows how to do finance he's you know like real estate real innate kind of go-getter in that For i sure. don't i don't have that exactly right you know and i don't well, think i can no you know i mean i think that goes back fitness. i think that's where we get back when we're finding our ways and doing different things and you know putting things out on the table i think a lot of that is the processes of learning about yourself and realizing when we first start out, we can do fucking anything. We're going to open up this. I'm going to open up three restaurants. I'm going to have eight restaurants. I want to do this. You get to a point. It's like, I'm good at this and I'm not good at this. I need help in this department and I can do this one on my own. And you start learning more of that and realizing and looking and being like, I can't do that. You know? And I think that was a big turn for me of understanding that I can't do that because I wouldn't be good at doing that or I would affect somebody poorly. I would not do a wonderful job at it. I would not, you know, so then I should leave that to somebody else. Give me the little wink. Right. 
like that wink. Yeah, we got on that last yeah. yeah. If you do it, and you have to do it in your right eye, and then the camera. Can't I think see it's just you. a twitch from last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like over here, my like, shaking a little bit. I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, I've kind of uh, again, you know, got wrapped up in who I've been talking with the last couple of days, and it's really nice to be able to get you and I have comfort w w with you, and it's just just really I'm easy to that sit you guys and talk. Came, I've never you know? done this without notes or whatever, but I do believe I I owe it in the moment to talk about some of the classic places of Milwaukee. You know, we went to the Swinging Door. Sure, you know, you have something distinctive like Ardent. Yeah. We're going to the diplomat, yep. right? And then there's the odd duck where yep. we talked. So there is some finer. Right. And then you were at Harbor House with Paul and, and his Harbor book. House. Yeah, beautiful. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, that room is Gorgeous. insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Right. It's a football field long. <laughs> yeah. On the water. Right. Right. So, but there's other places like some of the. You know, even even the, the tour straps that were brought up to me by uh, an old local like uh, Pizza Shadow. Yeah. It's right there. Uh, Sobelman's. Right. Sobelman's. Zephiro's. Zephiro's, yeah. I think you should hit that up. Okay. Glorioso's. Glorioso's. Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, down in this area, for sure, those anywhere down on Brady Street, you yeah, know. Yeah, that were the bar um, streets of them. Yep. And then, and Bevu, good kind, I hear. Yeah, it's so outstanding. Good. It's just like the yep. right vibes. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the same people are part of Bernhardt's, is good mm. kind. Wonderful bar. Um, um, ethnic food that you eat here in town, something a little different. Anything pop out? Any habits? I mean, we have wonderful Ethiopian food. Oh, really? Very, I think it's a lot like the Twin Cities, too. Um, extremely heavy Vietnamese community mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, we talked a Mexico little bit about too, the Hmong yeah. population as yeah. well. Yeah, you know, I think and Diane Mua, your friend. Oh, I didn't know you were buddies. Love her, love her. Diane's the best. She is the best. She is. Just don't fucking suck. Yeah, don't like, suck. Don't fuck. Yeah, otherwise she'll kick her ass. Uh, <laughs> I think she would kick your ass or she our would. ass. Easily. I just like her fire. I'm so happy for her. It's fine. We can mention Diane right now too. Yeah. Mua, doing her thing. She's the best. Yeah. I love the associates. To, to be able to look at her and follow her path and everything else in life, you know, and now she's finally going on her own and it's it's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful to see. Yeah. And follow. And she'll be she's already successful. Yes. Yeah. Like she's already so successful. Right. It's not gonna be bad in any way. No. You no. know, like she can do no wrong. I said that, Diane. You can do no wrong. Yeah. She can do no wrong. <laughs> I um, I'm I'm really pleased that we've had a chance to like sit in Ardent. I know you have some cooks coming through to start their day in here, and, For sure. and you have some commitments. But the way the way that you brought us in and opened your arms uh, to us, and just that you wanted to roll with us and eat with us, it just it it really it really made an impression on me. Um, and Mackenzie and, and Mary and Walker and Chrissy. We had a, a lovely, lovely dinner here at Art and Last Night. And, and, and a, it's and so a wonderful for you to come, you know, and to have time. people come and visit us. Yeah. It means a lot to us. You know, well, we I know so. that it we're in Milwaukee. We that... know that we're in somewhere that 
people don't travel to very often. We want them to travel. You know, we want them to come here. We want to see how wonderful is Milwaukee. Yeah. But we also want to be a part of that and realize that you can have, for lack of a a fine dining restaurant or a tasting menu only restaurant in a 600,000 capacity city like Milwaukee. And it can be comfortable and nice and fun. Yeah. And distinctive. It's distinctive and it's experience. Right. Justin Carlisle, ardent, Milwaukee. Uh, Ariel's still walking in and out after that pear sorbet that she gave us. This has just been a great mood set by everybody. I'm serious. I'm fucking serious. And I like your town, and you made it even better for me, chef. So I'm just going to. Well, gonna, thank you. I had a blast. Justin Carlisle, thank you for having us at Ardent. Thank you for having us in your city and uh, showing us a great fucking time. It's been it's been even better because of you. Thank well, you so much. Thank you so much Honestly. for coming. It's and been wonderful. And congrats on all your stuff. Hey, congrats to you, you too. Know, keep fucking going. And congrats on out. this. Figure it out. Why don't you? We, I mean, we'll never figure it out, but we'll get somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. Sometime. Is it okay if I hug you now? Yep. Thanks for the time, bro. I really appreciate it. Seriously. Good shit. Okay. Matt. Cut. We're out. Niver Niverland is a production of Glean Tower Media in partnership with Tim Niver. If you live in Minnesota or Wisconsin or just the Midwest in general, please consider checking out Tim's restaurants in St. Paul. You've got St. Dinette in Lower Town and Moochie's Italian in West 7th. And for local folks specifically, you can buy Moochie's frozen products at grocery stores in the Twin Cities Metro. Locations include Lunds and Byerly's, Kowalski's, and Hy-Vee. Oh, and keep an eye out for new products on the horizon. Remember to support the show by subscribing on audio platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you really like the show, leave a five-star review and tell us why you like it. We also have a YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe, comment, and leave a like on there as well. Small things like this help us keep the show going. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. That's where we drop all news and announcements related to the show, and you can find that at Niver Niverland. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.